It's a bit jaunty. <laughs> jaunty we're like, breasts. We're like jaunty boobs. <laughs> I've been here, I've been queer, I've done the thing. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Sister Alaska Lots. And I'm Sister Babushka. And this is Utter Nonsense. The show where we pour a cup of boiling hot tea. And we utter whatever nonsense pops into our heads. Well, as you may have guessed by now, or already know, this is a laid back chat between friends. And we upload a brand new episode once a month on the first of the month, every month. So make sure you like and subscribe and hit the bell notification so you get notified of new episodes when they arrive. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. <laughs> I told you it was you that did the ding-a-ling-a-ling. Didn't <laughs> well, I did it because last time you complained about the ding-a-ling-a-ling. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that are eagle-eyed, you'll have noticed we have a very special guest along with us today. Welcoming back, Brother Bimbo! Yay! Oh, we're so delighted to have you back. It's been a while. (laughs) We missed you so much. We couldn't wait to have you back on the show. And for Pride, no less. (laughs) I'm dressed. You've suitably come bang on topic, unlike Babushka. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know I'm not needed then. Bye. (laughs) We'll have Joan instead, though. She's always on trend. Always Joan, never Babushka. (laughs) Yes, uh, Brother Bimbo has come with a fabulous rainbow veil, which I'm actually really quite jealous of, and beautiful rainbow makeup as well. So very much on point. (laughs) For this episode, since we're kicking off Pride season, we thought it would be really interesting to hear from Brother Bimbo what their first Pride was as a sister and how that went. Because we previously talked about Alaska and I's first Prides, but we thought it'd be nice to have somebody else tell us their story as well. Now, we don't know exactly what Brother Bimbo's first pride as uh, Brother Bimbo was, but we do have an inkling that there may be some stories in there. Maybe a bit of tea, a bit of shade. <laughs> like, we'll find out. <laughs> but am I right in thinking that there's some, there's some stuff that we could get into? <laughs> there's some stuff you might want to edit out, yes. <laughs> Sorry to all the viewers, you're getting the edited version. We're going to get the full version. <laughs> For the history, of course. (laughs) So I suppose, actually, before we jump into the bit about Pride, it'd be interesting to know, when did you become a sister? Like, how long have you been doing this for? Since June 1999. Oh, you remember. So it was actually during Pride season. (laughs) Yeah, Pride was the 19th of June 1999. It was Pride Scotland. And it was, I'd been henching for a while, but it was my first time out as a brother. And at that point, you entered as a novice. Oh. Which meant before you could even manifest, you had to have made your own habit. Oh, so you, oh. it was straight into novice. Yeah, the postulancy oh. came in a bit later when we realised there had to be something for new sisters to be doing while they were making their habits. Okay, okay. Oh. So is that how is that why you were a hench first then? Because the habit hadn't been made yet? Or did you I not initially was... know that you wanted to be a sister or brother? I heard about the sisters in the early 80s. So it's something that's always interested me for a long time. But I was introduced to the now-retired Sister Athletica. And I kind of drifted in, you know, henched a couple of times and thought, yeah, I quite like this. 
I don't think I was volunteered quite as strongly as some people are. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so, Could you possibly guess. <laughs> whatever works, right? <laughs> this must have been one of the earliest Scottish prides then, is that right? I think the first was 95. So Jane is the person who can tell you all this. There was one, I think, in the late 80s. Oh. But the first Pride Scotland as such, I think, was 95. And so your first time attending was 99? For that one, as a sister. That's, that was my first Pride as a sister. So the festival was on the meadows, and it was basically lots of tents and gazebos around an area with a big stage at one end. Okay, so a bit like the Meadows so, Festival, but for Pride. Yeah, it was quite an ambitious Pride. The plan was the sisters had a gazebo, and we would set that up, and we would have some leaflets and some stuff, and we would be doing a sainting of St Tim of the incredibly long Latin name that nobody, not even St Tim, can remember, and we would be doing the minutes, silence and noise. And there were sisters who had come from other convents to help out. So actually, as a first time manifesting as a brother, that's quite an exciting one to do. <laughs> Turns out there's lots going on. Except the spanner in the works was that this was Scotland in June. <laughs> it was a wee bit blowy. For anyone not familiar with Scotland, we have all the weather and it can all happen in one day. So you can have snow and sun and wind and gales in the space of an hour. <laughs> yeah, but in this case, we just had the wind and the gales and more wind and wind and sidewards rain and all the usual stuff you don't want on Pride Day. How joyous! <laughs> I think the plan was that some of us were going to go onto the march, but because of the weather, that didn't happen. So we set up the gazebo as planned. We were, share- oh, we were also sharing the gazebo with Scott's Gay. Oh, okay. Handy. So we, we basically had two gazebo-y things next to each other. We should probably explain what Scots Gay is for anyone watching who doesn't know. So Scots Gay was a magazine and a website and will hopefully continue to be a website that was a community magazine that had reports from the different cities in Scotland about the scene and health stuff, just general health and community stuff. And so there was a connection, there was a connection then between Scots Gay and the sisters. Well, the editor Pastor Best was one of our sisters, so... There you go. So, strong ties. (laughs) Out of curiosity, the kind of tents that you had at your first Pride as Brother Bimbo, what was that for? It's where we had our pile of leaflets and stuff. It was just a a place for the sisters to be centred on, and we could do shifts, so we would all at some point be in there staffing the stall while other sisters went and saw what all the other stalls were. Well, that was the theory. And I was working as a brewer at the time, so I brought some pink beer, which turned out to be a good good idea and a bad idea. So what we did was we put together this pink ginger beer, which we called Shirtlifter, (laughs) (laughs) and did a pump clip for it based around the Snecklifter pump clip, the Snecklifter being a very famous beer. And was Mm. the name supposed to be Guidelines on... What's going to happen after the beer? <laughs> Just to warn you, there's going to be some shirt lifted. It's pride. <laughs> I'm sure many shirts were lifted. <laughs> Decided that obviously the pink beer was there for us to drink. Okay. <laughs> and started on it quite early. As always a good start to pride. It was windy. And the only thing that stopped our gazebo blowing away was the cask of beer. 
<laughs> which effectively held it down. <laughs> I mean, what else is beer for? <laughs> but of course, the cask of beer is getting gradually lighter. Oh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Mostly in pasta best, as far as we can tell. <laughs> and so was this getting gradually lighter during the setup phase or... Um, I think it mostly got lighter during the festival. It, it got a bit vague because of the cast getting lighter. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain houses that never drink on duty, and sometimes you can see the the wisdom of that particular rule. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the time came to do the silence and noise and the sainting, we were invited back to the green room where we... We were plied with gin and tonic, I think from a you sponsor. Mean, it was just topping up the beer, was it? <laughs> so it's all impressively vague, but I remember being on, terrified on stage while the silence and noise happened and the same thing happened. And obviously, because this was my first time out as a sister, I was basically in the background looking pretty. Of course. Can you tell us more about what the silence and noise is? Again, for anyone watching who doesn't know necessarily. Yeah, well, one of the things that the sisters do at Pride is the, a lot of Prides, especially then, had a minute's silence to remember those who had passed from AIDS in particular. And the sisters' feeling is that but these are people we knew, people we loved, people whose lives are worth celebrating. Let's think of the happy memories that we have. Yeah, because they brought joy to our lives. So the noise is to celebrate their lives and also to remind the world that people living with HIV and AIDS aren't going away and aren't shutting up. Is it something that all sisters do or is this an Edinburgh-specific thing? I think it started with the Edinburgh sisters, but there's a few houses now that do it. I really like the idea. I think it's something that definitely should continue. It's, it's Because Pride should be not just a remembering of times past, but also a celebration as well. And it's, I mean, one of the problems with the minute silence is that you're leaving people like, hmm. Yeah. And it's pride, you know, bringing the joy back into it. It's what we're all about. <laughs> <laughs> and you said there is a same thing as well. Yes. So uh, Tim Hopkins of the Equality Network, who, as is implied by his current saint's name, chose this Latin name. Occasionally, whenever we were doing something, would have to contact him and say, what was your saint name again? And eventually he forgot. So it came to the point where it was St. Tim of the incredibly long Latin name that nobody, not even St. Tim, can remember. <laughs> and so what is, what's the context of sainting within Sisters? I mean, I'm assuming most of the people watching probably know, but you never know. There might be some we have living do. saints. We honour and celebrate the people who have worked hard for our community whilst they're still around to appreciate it. I mean, it's all fine saying how fabulous somebody is once they're gone, but they don't get to hear that. It's very true. It's, it's more about the celebration again, isn't it? Yep. And bringing more joy to people so they can enjoy it. And St Tim certainly has has worked hard and continues to work hard for the community. You know, it was an obvious choice for a saint. So you were on stage in the background for the minutes noise and silence and for the sainting. Very exciting. So what happened after that? Um, the gazebo really blew away. <laughs> and the remains of it, we still have it. They're in, in Pastor Best's basement. Oh, that's hilarious. We've just kept the last bits as a memory. <laughs> I'm a mentor. <laughs> the bits that were, that were tied to the cask, yeah. 
But have you ever seen that viral video of a trampoline getting blown about in Scotland? And there's this guy standing at the window going, oh, my God, oh, my God, trampoline, trampoline. Oh, my God, trampoline. (laughs) That's what I'm picturing. (laughs) I mean, the stage was a professional one, so that was fine. All the various community groups were trying not to blow away. And the plan after all that, once we returned the remains of the gazebo to the basement and put stuff away, was to go out on the scene and give out packs and generally do our thing. And to that end, one of the visiting sisters had rented a minibus, or maybe borrowed one. That would be more our style, wouldn't it? (laughs) We're driving from the meadows where the festival was to the basement to put all our stuff away. And one of the visiting sisters is having a disagreement with the sister who happens to be driving. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) It is basically, yeah, we're sat in the back and the... I mean, I always think driving as a sister is slightly awkward anyway, mostly because you've got stuff. But then when Mm. you're trying to have a disagreement with someone at the same time. (laughs) Oh, there was a fun time when Sister Lashes LaRue was driving us back from a Glasgow Pride and she was, there was like five sisters in a car about the size of a matchbox car. (laughs) And she's pulling onto the M8 and she suddenly realises she's not pinned her veil back. So she's looking. Oh, no. <laughs> and all she can see. Unfortunately, the sister behind realises and grabs the veil and pulls it back. Oh, <laughs> but, you know, that junction onto the M8 isn't easy at the best of times. <laughs> That's the technique. We need to remember that, baby. Girl, next time we're driving to a parade. Just, just hold pin your back, veil. hold the veil. Basically, you pin your veil back like that. I'll just don't if, put it on. <laughs> I just, I don't put the boobs on at all while driving because um, the volume often means you can't turn your head in the car to look in your blind spot. Um, so, <laughs> so just take it off. <laughs> so there was an argument in the van. I mean, I'm very surprised I hung around after this day. Oh, yeah, of course. It's your first experience. <laughs> well, some good first memories, right? <laughs> I think that was, the same, that was the same night. I've mentioned this before as the incident with the leather dyke and the Ned in CC's. You're going to have to tell the story again. So one of the troubles we have as sisters is less than polite people, shall we say, who wish to yank on our veils and we were in cc's and it might have been before i might have been henching or it might have been it's it's all very vague and this wee bam tries to yank off sister bobby's bit pale unfortunately for the laddie he did this right in front of a visiting leather dyke from san francisco (laughs) a leather dyke who knew who the sisters were had a good deal of respect for the sisters and was absolutely appalled by what she saw. So she dealt with the matter in the way you would expect a butch to deal with the matter. <laughs> like a pro. Security <laughs> totally failed to notice. And I think they actually chucked out the guy who'd started it. Good. That's That's Once he'd recovered from and picked himself up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> We're not being, not being a good advert for the Scottish tourist board here, are we? 
I mean, it really... says don't mess with the sisters. <laughs> <laughs> we have lots of friends. <laughs> well, as you say, the fact that that was your first manifest and you came back for more suggests that it must have been a good day overall. <laughs> I'm sure I had a hangover the day after. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I imagine everyone would after tanking all the beer and then getting the top-ups in the green room later. Well, the beer was there for everyone. I, I actually didn't get much of it. Well, the lesson next time is to have a second keg of beer to still hold down the tents. Cask, dear, I'm fussy. Or, or cask. I don't know the different things. <laughs> <laughs> cask doesn't need electricity for a start. They're all the same to me, I don't know. It was a washout, it was too drunk, it was... All the things that could have gone wrong went wrong. <laughs> so I obviously was, enjoyed myself enough because I'm still here. Yay! <laughs> was was this the pride that led to the guidance that sisters should maybe not drink while we're at pride? Or did that come in later and we didn't learn our lesson then? <laughs> it came in later having not learned our lesson. <laughs> and, it's, and the guidance is pace yourself. Hmm. Yeah. I mean... It, did anything go wrong as a result of the drinking or did, were people just having a jolly good time? <laughs> I think it was possibly more embarrassment. Fortunately, the sister who was driving was definitely not drinking. The rest of the nuns, however, were rolling about in the back of the van, legs sticking <laughs> up in the air. <laughs> of course, as, as a sister, you get to go to prides all over the place. Berlin, I've done that's a really really long walk we actually ended up doing part of it on the u-bahn because it was just so long oh wow we sort of gave up at potsdamer platz and got the train to nollendorf platz what what's been your favorite pride to be at then as a sister hmm it's hard because they're very different i mean i think you know the home pride in edinburgh is Probably my favourite, just because it's here. Mm. Mm. Um, because in recent years, the sisters have been quite involved in it. That's nice, though, that Edinburgh's probably your, your favourite then. Your I mean, it's always friend. nice to get to someone. There's one in Eureka, California, that is totally chill. It's all mm. the stereotypes of Northern California. <laughs> what makes it so chill Nothing's it's organized. Yeah, everybody pitches their, you know, again, pitches up their little gazebos and stuff. And the local sisters there had a tent behind the gazebo, which was deliberately set up as a sister chill out space. Nice. Oh. So I'm curious. Does Sister Babushka have a favorite pride? I know it's certainly on topic, but. Ah, <laughs> on the spot. My God, I can't even think. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've only had Scottish Pride, so I probably haven't had as much experience of varied Prides, because I think Scottish Pride's generally quite similar. But I would say, other, if I was excluding Edinburgh, because obviously there's, there is the joy of having Pride on your doorstep and it's easy enough to get to, and all my favourite sisters are here as well. I would say maybe West Lothian, the one that was we got totally soaked at. I don't know why, I just found it very charming and I think it's probably just because you're used to it happening in Scotland where it will start out nice, it will end up raining and 
even then, everyone just seemed so happy. Um, so I think it was just the atmosphere at that Pride that I thought, but I've not had many Prides as a sister, considering we've been trapped indoors for most of my time. West Lothian, I would agree, felt nice. It felt like it was more community focused. It felt less official and more like there was a community vibe to it. It was very wet, but enjoyable nonetheless. <laughs> West Lothian Pride, I did. The band, the music forgot to turn up, failed to turn up. So a bunch of local teenagers just took it upon themselves to provide the entertainment. (laughs) Then they just got up and sang songs and (laughs) made their own entertainment. I love it. (laughs) And that was another lovely day. I think there's a lot of really nice prides out there. There's, There's some really, really small ones as well. I remember going... Not as a sister, but I remember going to an East Co-Bride one, which really was a small community event. It was just the local woodlands and there was like various little stalls set up throughout the woods. And at one point, everyone did a little walk round in a circle that took like two minutes. <laughs> there were two drums <laughs> so people had a beat to walk to and, and that was it. It was really tiny, but really nice. Yeah, sweet little pride. It's... Very different atmosphere to the big prides. So I've done, I said, Berlin and London and Manchester, and they are enormous prides. And the whole feeling is very different, but still joyous. Berlin especially, the no kink at pride people would just run away screaming quite quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoyed East Lothian Pride. It makes me very sad that it was was basically a one-time thing, because I think it was their first in first physical event and that was 2019 and then there was COVID and now the company has been automatically shut down by company's house because of inactivity it doesn't exist mm-hmm. anymore so I think mm-hmm. it's it was a one-time thing but it was very nice <laughs> one-time thing for now it could come back one day that's it Bibushka's gonna get on the case <laughs> should we look at the sister pride safety guide yeah Shall I just is this like a pride survival guide basically yeah it seems like a, a good way to finish up the episodes. I think that's why I know the pace yourself for Pride if you are going to drink as a sister. Because <laughs> I think there was one or two lovely images in there that reminded me of how rough it could be. Yeah, so one of the oldest things that the sisters have done for Pride is our Pride Survival Guide, which was originally published in Scots Gay and then in the programme, which is basically our, our hard-learned, our very hard-learned <laughs> lessons. <laughs> And we thought they would still be relevant to Pride today. So for anyone who's going to be attending Pride this month, these some of these tips might help. <laughs> some of it is very boring, common sense, making sure that you don't get up apart from your friends and that you do actually have your friend's mobile phone number. Guys for Scotland of check the weather forecast to whether you need an umbrella or a parasol and bring both anyway. Essential in Scotland. <laughs> essential. And Edinburgh is full of cobbled streets doing the march in six-inch heels. Probably not a good idea. (laughs) I mean, there are some queens who are fabulous at it. I have not done six-inch heels in Edinburgh. I've been sensible in Edinburgh. I'm pretty sure those heels have appeared in other places and then possibly regretted. Did you not wear heels to Edinburgh Prides? They're more platform go-go boots. That's not the same. I've done platforms. Platforms are a lot easier. And I noticed my fishnet top story made it into the guide. (laughs) One of the things with the guides is it's it's from our experiences. Pretty much every piece of advice in our Pride Survival Guide is based on when we didn't heed that advice. (laughs) Do what we say and not as we do. 
<laughs> I think probably the best advice in our safety guide is right at the end. Most of all, be yourself, proud of who you are, and have a really good time. Yay. Yeah. That is the best advice. What a great note to end on. I suppose just a big thank you to Brother Bimbo for joining us today. and uh, It's been fun. Taking us through memories of prides gone by. Well, vaguely memory-like things. As much as you can remember when you, you've had lots of beer. <laughs> I know. I feel we're going to have to get a badge at some point for most recurring guests ever. I think this is episode <laughs> three now, so you're clearly a fan favourite. I mean, I think it's been a lovely chat. <laughs> oh, every time! <laughs> especially, especially the bits that aren't going to come out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I think it's been really nice to hear that history and also hearing how some things at, at Pride, at least in Edinburgh, have stayed the same um, and how other things have maybe changed and Scottish weather will always be its fickle thing, <laughs> which I think we've definitely experienced over the Pride as well. So no, I think it's been really lovely to hear all those different experiences and hear these little snippets of Pride's gone by and especially in comparison to some other prides around the world so no, it's been lovely and I thank thanks so much Bimble for the experience to hear this I think it's interesting it feels like things have almost come round full circle because we've had a, a couple of years of Covid and stuff not happening and then this year when things are just starting to properly get going again you know we've got another sainting happening we're talking about minutes noise minutes silence Edinburgh Pride so it feels like all those things that Brother Bimbo experienced in their very first Pride as Brother Bimbo it's actually we're, we're doing them all again this year so it's it's interesting how things come full circle i'm really excited about the, being able to get to prides again i yeah. promise not to start drinking till it's later later on and i'm gonna pace myself <laughs> <laughs> i think finally at my grand old age i'm finally beginning to learn that lesson that's the end of our pride episode really so it's uh to everyone who is going to pride or even if you're just celebrating at home happy pride everyone enjoy happy pride happy pride Yay! Happy Pride! <laughs> <laughs> Lovely chads. <laughs> but of course, after Pride season comes the next episode of Utter Nonsense. <laughs> what are we going to talk about next episode? The show that never ends and is always coming out, Utter Nonsense. So <laughs> next episode, we are going to be doing a Next episode, we're going to be doing a discussion about the behind the scenes of The Black Veil, the short BBC documentary that came out last year featuring the sisters. Um, and focusing on one sister in particular, which is Sister Babushka. <laughs> sister Joan! It's Sister Joan! <laughs> sister Babushka was a star of their very own documentary, which is available on BBC iPlayer. We're going to do a behind-the-scenes episode next month, and that episode will include the link in the description for you to watch the documentary itself. Uh, but yeah, we're very interested to hear more about what it was like being the star of a documentary during COVID, nonetheless. So I'm sure there's some interesting stories there too. <laughs> It totally won't be a wankery, self-indulgent chat all about me, I'm sure. 
And as the name might suggest, one of the key things that featured in the documentary was Sister Babushka getting their black veil. I'm sure we'll be able to hear lots more about what that means, why it's important, (laughs) how that went down during COVID. (laughs) Yay, we can relive all the memories of COVID now that we're slowly getting out of COVID. I can't wait. If you have enjoyed this episode, please make sure you like and leave a comment because it helps the algorithm and it helps it get the episode out to more people so more people can discover and enjoy the nonsense. So tell your friends, tell your loved ones, and tell your enemies too. Everyone's welcome here. <laughs> and don't forget, this is also available as a podcast, and you can go and like and follow the podcast as well, which is available in all the usual places that you find your podcasts. We did the thing. <laughs> we did the thing. We did the thing. We did the thing. We did the thing. The thing has been thoroughly done. We did the thing. We did the thing. We did the thing. Did the thing. Did the thing. Bye bye. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Utter Nonsense. We do hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. If you did enjoy, please do subscribe as new episodes are released at the start of every month. And if you have the time and are so inclined, please do like and leave us a review on whatever platform that you are listening to this podcast on, as it really does help us reach new members out there. We do also have a Patreon that is now available, where if you subscribe to that, you can get behind-the-scenes bonus content and extra clips, all the extra nonsense that you could ever want. And if you can't wait until the next episode, we do recommend that you check out both of Sister Alaska and Sister Babushka's social medias and see what they're getting up to in between filming episodes of this utter nonsense. And just a reminder, any views and opinions expressed by anyone on this show today are completely their own and are not made on behalf of anyone else or any other organisation and everything is meant in good faith and humour. So, hope you have a lovely rest of the day and thank you for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode of Utter Nonsense.